Thank you for listening to this message from Tree of Life Church. Our prayer is that it will be a blessing to you and that you will find it helpful for life. So open up your heart to receive God's word for you. The idea of thanksgiving or the giving of thanks is one that I believe we have undervalued in our society in this day and age. I mean, you can look all over the internet, you can look all, watch TV and whatever, and you see, see it prevalent, unthankfulness, ungratitude. What's a good grammatical word for that? They're ungrateful. People are ungrateful in this day and age. And what I don't get is that I see Christians ungrateful. I see followers of Christ, those who claim Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, and I hear complaints, and I hear bitterness, and I hear ungratefulness coming out in the words that they say, and then I look in a mirror, and I realize that it's me that's doing the talking. See, in our day and age, we have undervalued Thanksgiving. As parents, though, we teach our children you say, Pastor Josh, I always, I teach my children to say thank you, right? And every parent in here, I guarantee you at one point in your life, you have at least told your child, say thank you, say thank you, say thank you, say thank you, Eddie, right? Say thank you, Diamond. I guarantee you that as a parent, you've taught your child that concept. You're trying to teach them to be grateful. But have we ever given thought to how grateful we're being ourselves, not just something that we're trying to demonstrate, not just something that we're trying to teach to our children, but is, have we taken a look in the mirror and have we looked to see what our thankfulness walk is like? Have we spent time evaluating ourselves and seeing, do I complain more or am I giving a thank, do I give thanks more? And tonight, if you're watching online, I want to say thank you. Happy Thanksgiving, and you need to be thankful tonight for the ability to watch service online. Just like everybody here who's sitting in a, in, in a church pew or in a, in a chair, we need to be thankful for what we've been given. Thankful for the opportunity to, to hear the word spoken to us. We need to be thankful for what God has given to us, what he's done for us, what he's doing for us, and the promises that he's given to us in the future. We need to be thankful. See, I'm teaching, I'm a parent, and I'm teaching my children, Luke and Mela, and, and I'm so thankful that I'm, I'm, I get to teach the family service tonight because we got tree kids, we got tree students, we got tree marrieds and tree men's and tree women's and tree you and me. We got everybody in here tonight, and I'm so thankful for that, but one of the truths that I'm teaching to my son and my daughter right now is, is how to be thankful for what we have and what we get in for the blessings that we have in our lives. And I, I think as a parent, that's something that we'll, we'll keep reinforcing in our children's lives until they move out. I mean, I, I, I can imagine that. I remember my parents teaching that until, I mean, when I graduated high school and I moved out and went off to college, they probably, one of the last things that they said, I don't remember, but I imagine it was, is remember to say thank you. They told me it a lot. But what I've realized as a parent that this is a hard thing to teach. 
without first demonstrating it. See, my wife and I, we've had to take a hard look at our level of thankfulness and our demonstration of thankfulness. We as parents, we've had to look at if we complain more or if we display thankfulness more to our children. As a result of this hard look at our lives, though, we've, we've done some things. We believe that we've grown in our relationship with God, but also we've grown together because we remember all that the Lord has done for us as a couple. See, the more that we start looking for things to be thankful for, the more that it will grow us together. The more that we look for things that God has done in our lives that we can be thankful for, the more that our lives will grow towards him, the more our faith will grow. I have a story because, you know, I, I love to tell stories. Um, I remember the last time that I was spanked. Now, what does that have to do with thankfulness? Well, just hold on. The last time I was spanked, I was 11 years old. And I remember I did something completely stupid. And I remember I told the, the student ministries this last week at uh, this story, but I did something stupid. And at that point in my life, I just felt really bad about it. I was like, oh man, that was dumb. I'm 11 years old and I go to my dad and at that point in his life, he was, I believe, studying for his master's degree. And so he's on the computer and I said, dad, man, I did something stupid. And he's like, oh yeah, and I told him, as, and, and he's like, oh, okay, and I was like, dad, I need to be refreshed. Dad, I need a refreshing. And he's like, what? He's like, dad, I need to be spanked. He's like, oh, okay, I can oblige you with that. And, he, and, and so he went and he disciplined I me, mean, he spanked me, because I deserved it, truly I did, it was something really stupid. And he spanked me and you know, afterwards he's, he's hugging me as he, my dad was a great spanker. He always did it three times, it was the same belt, it was all douche, douche, douche. And then afterwards he would hold me, he would love me. See, he did, he did discipline correct. And for all of those of you that are in here and you're like, I can't believe your dad abused you, he didn't. He made me the man that I am today and maybe you should think about doing that to your children. But, <laughs> amen. <laughs> but here's the thing, correction or discipline needs to be done with love, never in anger, never as retribution, never because they embarrassed you in public. <laughs> no, it's done because you're loving them, not because of you. The correction has nothing to do with you parents, it has everything to do with your child. Because if you don't teach them a lesson, then they're gonna grow up to be somebody. By the way, 80% of felons have never been disciplined. So you don't want them to grow up into that, you want them to grow up into the man or the woman of God, and so that's what correction or discipline or spanking is for. It's not because you were angry. It has nothing to do with that. It has everything to do with you actually loving and caring for them. See, I, I think about my son's future, but I digress. So I remember, I, I, and, and he's holding me. That was for free, by the way. And my dad's holding me after he spanked me three times, every single, you know, anytime he spanked me three times, never anymore. And he's holding me, and he's telling me how much he loves me. And he's holding me, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> thank you, Dad. Thank you for spanking me. And he kind of held me at, what? 
And he looked at me weird because for the first time, one of his kids thanked him for spanking them. And that was the last time I was ever, I was ever spanked. The last time. And you know what? You know what lesson it is that I learned in the reason? It's not because I didn't do anything wrong. It wasn't. It was because I learned a lesson as an 11-year-old boy, and this is what that lesson was. I learned to be thankful. And thankfulness, thankfulness allowed me to learn lessons myself. See, I have my first point tonight is this, that I want you to see is this. And if you, if you need a handout, by the way, our ushers are here. They have handouts for you. Um, you can take notes on the back. It's just for your benefit. If you want to take notes, they're there. They were in the back. Uh, they have pens for you. But this is my first point if you're taking notes. Thankfulness will set you free. Acts chapter 16, verse 23 through 26 says this. And when they had inflicted many blows upon them, it's talking about Paul and Silas, they threw them into prison, ordering the jailer to keep them safely. Having received this order, he put them into the inner prison and fastened their feet into the stocks. About midnight, Paul and Silas were praying and singing hymns to God, and the prisoners were all listening to them. And suddenly there was a great earthquake, so that the foundations of the prison were shaken, and immediately all the doors were opened, and everyone's bonds were unfastened. As I go through this, there's many things that I see in the scripture about thankfulness, but I'm going to focus on three tonight because I believe that they're important right the day before Thanksgiving. The three truths you can call them of thankfulness. Number one, circumstances don't determine your thankfulness. They're not on the screen. This is just for your benefit. Circumstances don't determine your thankfulness. I'll say it one more time. Circumstances, because this is going to set somebody free. Circumstances don't determine your thankfulness. You getting laid off from your job doesn't determine your thankfulness. Students, your boyfriend or girlfriend dumping you doesn't determine your thankfulness. That sickness in your life or in your body doesn't determine your thankfulness. That argument with your wife doesn't determine your thankfulness. Number two, thanksgiving has the power to change circumstances by changing your perspective. Thank you. It's good, preacher. Thanksgiving has the power to change circumstances by changing your perspective. What do you mean by that, pastor? I mean this, that when you are focused on your problem 
and you're sitting there staring at that, that circumstance in your life, that sickness, that, 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 that anger issue, that addiction, that, that girlfriend that's annoying you and you just know you need a dumper. That, when you're staring at that circumstance in your life, it gets really big because you take it, I don't have my phone on me, but you, have, you know that magnifying app that you get? You can magnify it. And it gets bigger for all the teachers in here. That's called a magnifying glass. Yes, it is. And it gets bigger because you're putting your eyes on the problem. But when you decide that I'm going to start being thankful not for the problem, it's not what I'm saying, but in spite of the problem, what it does is it takes your eyes off of the problem and it puts it on the solution. And when you start being thankful and when you start giving of thanks, what it does is it allows God, because what pleases God? Faith. Without faith, it's impossible to please him. What it does is when you have thankfulness in your life and you're starting to praise him in spite of the problem, in spite of the circumstance, what it does is it takes your eyes off of it and it puts it on the one who can get rid of that circumstance, get rid of that problem. That's okay to clap. So here's Paul and Silas in jail. They're in stocks which are those big wooden blocks and your arms and your heads inserted and you know some of them you had to sit down so your legs were inserted, you couldn't move, you're in agony. My friends thought it would be funny when we were touring through Germany to stick me in some stocks and not open them. It didn't feel good. So I can, and I was only in it for like 30 seconds and it wasn't a good experience. So I can imagine here they are in stocks and then suddenly it's been hours. And this is what I imagine the conversation between Paul and Silas were. Silas is looking over at Paul. You did it again, Paul. Golly, man. Can't you just keep your mouth closed for once in a while instead of just telling everybody about Jesus? Now look where we are. And Paul turns to Silas and he says, yeah. Yeah, wait, no, what, what are you talking about, man? You're the one, you're on this trip with me. Can't you just support me once in a while? And they start bickering and fighting. And they're getting caught up in their circumstances. They're getting caught up in their problem. They're getting caught up in their pain. And maybe you've been, been there, you and, you and your wife or you and your family members, and suddenly you're just getting aggravated at each other and you start to bicker and fight and you're just like, stop it. It's mine, 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 mine. And you start arguing and you're just getting angry. But this is what happened. At midnight, Paul and Silas, what does the Bible say, started doing? They started praying and singing to God. They started praying and singing to God. This is what I want you guys to see. Tonight is Thanksgiving Eve. And in a little while, midnight's gonna strike and suddenly we're gonna be Thanksgiving or, or thankful because it's suddenly just Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. In spite of their problems, wherever their circumstances they were in, this is what Paul and Silas did. 
they started praying and singing to God. Thanksgiving has the power to change our circumstances by changing our perspective. Because the moment they they started singing and praying and praising God in those stocks, in that jail cell, they they, they stopped arguing. Because you can't argue when you're thankful. You can't yell at your wife when you're thanking God for all of the qualities that she is to you. You can't yell at your kids anymore when you're saying, God, thank you for raising them up. Thank you for giving me such an amazing son. You can't be angry when you're thankful. See, in these moments of our lives, we need to change our perspective by being thankful. And when we do that, it brings God into the situation. And suddenly, let's read what it says at the end. So that the foundations of the prison were shaken and immediately all the doors were opened and everyone's bonds were unfastened. My last point tonight is this. Your thankfulness has the power to change other people's circumstances. When you start praising God, when you start getting your perspective, your vision off of the problem and onto God, he's moving in your life and it's changing you. It's taking you and growing your faith and what it's doing is it's causing a life of thankfulness to sprout up in you so that people start looking at you different. They start, well, what's wrong with him? He used to complain about everything. He was so negative about life. He was yelling that the president just got elected that he didn't want. He just started yelling that he got a ticket in the, in the mail from driving through, you know, Texas tags. He started, and now suddenly he's not that way anymore. And now he's being thankful that he has the opportunity to be a blessing. What is that about? How can you be a blessing with having a ticket? And suddenly people start looking at you different because you're no longer complaining, you're no longer angry, you're no longer ungrateful, and they start seeing that about you, and suddenly they wanna know what's going on in your life. And what it does is it opens up opportunities. Students, are you complaining that you have a math test on Friday? Are you complaining that you don't know your lines for Mrs. A's next play that's coming up? No. Start in spite of your problems, in spite of those hard things, start thanking God for his goodness to you. Start thanking God for for the things that he's done for you. When I'm going through a hard time, I start trying to list all the things that God has done for me. And the first five minutes are really difficult. I was talking to somebody, I don't remember who I was, about somebody who did this. And, and, and it, I, I was like, no, that can't be right. And I started trying to, and I was really down one time, and I started thinking, okay, what has God done for me? And it took me a minute. But the moment I started starting listing them off, I finally got to that first one, and I'm like, I'm thankful because God healed my daughter. She wasn't born deformed. She was supposed to be, but she wasn't. I, oh yeah, I thank God that he healed my son from a skin, uh, skin issue that he was having when he was born. He doesn't have it at all. I thank God that he healed my wife from, from getting bit seven times by a brown recluse and no, no, nothing happening. I, sh- 
I thank the Lord that he even brought this family into my life. I started thinking about all these things, and the next thing you know, I can't even move my mouth fast enough because of all the things that the Lord was reminding me that he had done for me. It's like Joshua said to the Israelites, he said, remember that every word that God ever spoke to you, every single promise came to pass. See, this is what we need to be doing as Tree of Life Church. When we're in that circumstance and we're in the stocks and we're sitting there in our problems and there's somebody right beside us who's got the same issue in their life, what we need to do, Tree of Life, is we need to start praising God. We need to start thanking him for the goodness and the things that he has done because what is it doing in our life? It's opening up the ability for him to work his godliness in you. And what it's going to do is going to change other people's circumstances because it's changing yours. Amen? Amen. 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 God, you are so good tonight. You are so good. Just for a moment now in closing, let's just think about those things. You can close your eyes. You don't have to think about the person sitting next to you. Just think about what God has done for a moment in your life. God, I want to say thank you. God, when my, my family needed you, you were always there. God, when I didn't know how we were gonna make it, you provided a way. When my family's been sick, you've always healed them. When my back was, was wretched, you sent a man to pray for me because I'd been standing in faith and he laid hands on me and my back was healed instantly. God, you've always been faithful because in my distress, I cried out to you, and you answered me, and you set me free. It starts way back from before I was even old enough to remember hearing the stories of your faithfulness to me, even before my memories can even recall them, just as a child, as a baby. God, thank you. Thank you. I will forever be grateful. I will be ever thankful. I will always worship you and praise you in spite of circumstances that come because I know that you're the solution to that problem, to that circumstance. And so I seek you first. Be glorified in this place. And as tomorrow as we eat our turkey and eat our dressing and stuffing and mashed potatoes, glory to God, and cranberry sauce and Texas gravy, I can praise you tonight, Lord, for that. Thank you for that. Thank you for the turkey who gave his life so we can feed on him. <laughs> I pray, God, that we would be ultimately and gratefully submissive to you tomorrow by giving you the thanks, giving you the honor because you're the one that's provided the blessings to us. We hope that you enjoyed this message. You can find more messages and information about Tree of Life Church at treeoflifechurch.org. We'd like to invite you to come visit us at 5513 IH35 South in New Braunfels, Texas, or you can watch us on live stream. Thank you again for listening.